some of the not some of the grossest people but i definitely encountered some weird weird things like people taking their shoes off when they eat and like what rub, dates will rub their feet under the table and i'm just like you're not like hidden. do they Why? always have socks on or no sometimes <laughs> i mean we have ladies like in the summer that because it's really sunny on the back patio lunch they'll like roll their shirts up and like try and like tan out there or they'll ask if i have sunscreen like <laughs> it's like their own back patio like Hello, welcome back to another episode. Today I bring to you a local model, local model, I wish I could do intros right, here in Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> Abby, what's up? How are you doing? Um, I'm great. I'm getting back into the workflow. Um, my fur babies are not as excited because I'm not as, around as much, Aww. but um, at first I was a little nervous about the whole quarantine thing and, you know, work has been my life since I was 16. Um, so I've been like, go, go, go. And I've never not had a job. So for it to just be like, okay, guess what? Uh, stay home. Oh, and by the way, don't catch this crazy, awful, deadly, you know, disease that's going around. And, <laughs> right though. <laughs> it was life shattering. But I think hearing that I can go back to work and feeling that sense of normalcy again and trying to integrate it back in and seeing all my old staff members and friends and just being at my desk again, it was really refreshing. It's a lot of work, but it's like, after a good workout. So I, I feel really good today and I'm excited to see, uh, see what the world has when it opens up again. <laughs> For real though. I mean, I witnessed like, I would never thought this would happen in my lifetime of like the world literally stopping. <laughs> the world just literally stopped for like a month. Just nothing yeah. was going on, which is wild to me. And when I got the call from work saying like, yeah, you are going to be gone for two weeks. At first, it was only two weeks. So I was like, okay, well, that's understandable. Like two weeks get like life kind of together. Then it just kept getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. I'm like, God, man. And now we're like, I like March 12th, tomorrow is when we go back fully for like um, customers and stuff. And that's what's really like anxious to see like, what's going on because a stay-at-home order for ohio is till the 29th supposedly and but retail is essential so not essential but retail is an exception and it's just kind of baffling to me i'm like okay so you want people to stay home but retail is an exception but retail is kind of like one of those luxury i want to kind of like a luxury type of thing to do is to go out and shop so yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll, well then see. even touch I feel like touching everything, like the one thing they've told us not to do is stay six feet apart, not touch, not do anything. And in mm-hmm. retail, that's what everyone does is they touch and they touch and then they try on and they put back and they touch and move and carry stuff around the store and then lay it wherever they want. Like yeah. I feel like that's like a an incubator for whatever is happening, but I mean it's I mean, one of our numbers are decreasing, so I guess that's good. Right. And that's what I'm hoping is good. Like everything's going down. I don't know. It's just a wild time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's so absolutely. crazy to me. So crazy. It's, it, it's going to be so weird telling my grandkids about this. Like, if I ever get to that point, like, I've seen memes about this where it's like, in 25 years, when the cashier says that your total is 2020, and it's like this person, like, flashing back to, like, the COVID-19, like, <laughs> gloves and masks and staying at home and, like, all this stuff. Toilet paper, like, too. I know, obviously, other, 
right exactly and I <laughs> even now I still see like the signs on the store where it's like limit two still and it's been that way for so long and it's like what is going all the canned food is always stripped all the meat all the always fucking yeah stripped. the meat all the meat's gone too even like when do you stop like serving hamburgers I know like I don't go to Wendy's, but like I definitely heard about it that the um they stopped serving burgers because the meat's not there. Yeah, it'd probably be way too expensive to supply it, and you know that's what the restaurant that I work at before all this happened. We had just rolled out a new menu with a whole new extensive steak list and and a whole new. <laughs> side set up for that and, you know we were kind of looking at it as like a blessing we we're like wow like trying to provide that and showcase it and keep everyone safe at the same time because we were open with the gloves and the sanitation I mean we had people running around the buildings our building is huge it's like 16,000 square feet it's a massive restaurant and right people were just walking around we only had like four people like worker ants just walking around wiping everything like in a big circle over and over and over and over again and it was insane the you know the all you, this. when are you guys going to start like having people back so we can start having customers on the uh, 15th and we can only do outside at 25 percent capacity okay. and then on the 21st we can open indoor um as long as we stay within the limited capacity guidelines as well so, so like can you have 25 percent outside and 25 percent inside it's 25% total. Oh, total out of the, the whole building. thing. Oh, yeah, okay. including, including staff members too. So okay. it's like the amount of bodies in the building has to be under a certain par number based on what our flow would be or, you know, the occupancy ratio of how busy we would be at that time. Because um, they're trying to help us push business back in. So like, well, lunch is not as busy. So, you know, we don't, and lunch is like primarily an older crowd for us. So right. we don't know if we're going to get a lot of people that want to come out um it's just it's weird trying to prep for the unknown and I feel like that's what everyone's doing right now and it's got everyone so crazy and wired like I feel like we're all wearing aluminum tinfoil hats right now <laughs> trying to figure out well I mean with all the UFOs being saying that it's going on so I mean it could be we are yeah, actually you know in what? a simulation oh yeah oh, oh I've definitely heard that's like a bad episode of Black Mirror they're like yeah we're not <laughs> season. you guys are just gonna live it and we're gonna record you all with these pigeons that you guys keep talking about our cameras so we are the new season of Black Mirror. And the Pigeons, man. <laughs> they did I this. hope it's the season finale. <laughs> oh, uh, gosh. That would be so wild. It <laughs> uh, wouldn't be too far out there at this point because I, I feel like I've seen way too much. Especially with quarantine, I see people that, like, cut holes out of their masks and, like, that people just... wearing trash bags. And, yes, like, I saw like, someone have, like, a mask on and they, like, cut the section of, like, their nose and mouth out. <laughs> and the guy was like, so you cut it out. Yeah, she was in she cut your mouth and nose out. She's like, Yeah, it's just hard to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of the point, right? It's so weird to me. It's so weird. And like there were people that were walking around like at the store and they'd be so offended because uh, if I had my, my gloves on or whatever, I would still be puriling my hands because I was seeing my grandparents during all this as well and I wanted to make sure they were safe. So when I touched right. something, I still pure on my gloves because even though it's not on me, it's still spreading it right and this lady is looking at me with her mask below her nose and then <laughs> she pulled it down and got close to me to ask me what I was doing well she's not wearing any gloves and I was just like you're defeating the whole purpose of what we're trying to do like it it just is shocking to me that not that people are stupid but it's just what 
the unknown will do to people and their sense of logic and mm-hmm. what they break down is what they should or shouldn't be doing. Right. And, and it's just kind of proves like there's some nasty people out there. The people that you wouldn't expect are the people that are like, wow, like they don't mm-hmm. like don't wash your hands after you use the restroom or like, yeah, it's so gross. People oh. are gross. <laughs> oh my gosh. And working in a restaurant, I see some of the, not some of the grossest people, but I definitely encountered some weird, weird things like people taking their shoes off when they eat and like, what? Dip- Rub, dates will rub their feet under the table and i'm just like you're not like hidden. do they always have socks on or no sometimes <laughs> i mean we have ladies like in the summer that because it's really sunny on the back patio lunch they'll like roll their shirts up and like try and like tan out there or they'll ask if i have sunscreen like <laughs> it's like their own back patio like it's crazy so i thought you know being <sighs> not even knowing these people but having a general understanding that like an overall broad observation is that the public's weird. People are just weird. hundred percent. The general, creatures. the gen pop are the most <laughs> like uncontrollable humans. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's <laughs> I crazy. Love I, I love mean, that so much. <laughs> Why is that so funny? Uh, <laughs> so it's, it's kind of cool. It's it, in my mind. It's just kind of like, you know, it, it, I don't know if I'm losing to say this, but put it in the fuck it bucket. Like at this point, nothing is going to surprise me. I'm just kind of like, whatever so going back to work it was like nice to have some sense of normalcy and everybody being like this is the procedure we all wear gloves we're all six feet apart we're spacing all the tables out and I was like oh shit this is what it was supposed to be like when we were in quarantine and not having people run around the beach and asking to have quarantine like house parties and stuff like <laughs> quarantine so house weird. party but you have to stay oh, six yeah. feet apart so mm-hmm. when you're trying to do a beer bong or something like that you have to have a tube that's six feet Oh, I think, you know what? I think we missed the market for that. I think we should have patented that for like See, that would have been a good idea, right? <laughs> the bubbles. I feel like we could have got the big bubbles that you could still I like. I would love to be in one you know? of those. Well, for the next one. Who knows if we'll have another one. But the next one, you and I are going to link up and we'll, we'll talk about yeah. all the fun ideas to make quarantine. We have to be not- in a fun environment. So like if we know it's coming, we have mm-hmm. to like roll out. <laughs> as soon as oh, we yeah. know like, okay, this is going down. We have to head to somewhere. Because like... I've had it with Ohio's weather. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Oh yeah. Going from mm-hmm. 70 on Sunday, not like this Sunday, but like the previous Sunday to like snowing. I was so mad. <laughs> oh my God. And it was chilly ish today. It was just like. Yeah, it wasn't bad this bad. morning, but I went out and got food. I went out and got Olive Garden and it was freezing. I was like, why, why, why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's it's insane. And Ohio, I feel like has always been that way, but during this time, it was like I'd rather the pandemic hit if it's going to do it, like in winter, where it's okay for me to be locked up in my house. Yeah, that's totally fine, and I don't have to like go out unless I need groceries or something like that. That's I think the only re- time I went out was to get groceries, and I'm definitely feeling the repercussions of not like going out and maybe like walking around the, my like where I live in the falls, like Iowa Falls, like the apartment area and just kind of walking around because like I definitely gained some weight and now I'm like, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And then wanting to go out during the summer, it's going to be so weird. Like it, it's almost like even though the world is opening back up, we can't just go and be normal. Like even photography meetups, even anything like that, like it's not going to be normal for a long time. Right. And, and that's what's kind of sad. Like I hope that this whole ordeal 
changes everything in a good way. I saw this picture about it was that um, there was like going back to normal side, uh, the current state and like the moving forward. And it's like, everyone wants to go back to being the same and like doing everything that's kind of broke the system and stuff like that. Instead of moving forward and finding better things or better ways to make like society better. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I don't know. That might have oh, been no, a tangent. Totally <laughs> that might have no, been a tangent. No, absolutely not. I totally agree. I, I was thinking about it. Um, when it first happened, I was really kind of like in panic mode and I have terrible anxiety. So I was like, oh my God, I don't have a job. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what we're going to open up. Like, this is my livelihood. I, I, I don't know. This is so scary with the world. And, right. you know, it was like a bad movie. And when you finally get to level it, and I think looking at it, like it happened for a reason, obviously. Like this was meant to happen. And I think our world is so, everything is like instantaneous. We want instant gratification for everything. And we take so much for granted that it's mm-hmm. like, like now when I see certain friends, I was like, oh my God, like I have not seen you in so long. Not that I didn't appreciate them before, but like even just the face to face, like looking at someone, you know, not necessarily looking at someone's smile because we're all wearing masks, but I've looked <laughs> at someone, I was like, I'm smiling at you right now. Like, just so you know, I missed you a lot. Like, um, right. I think that this is, this happened so it could put a whole new perspective for people to see that like the environment's doing better. I feel like people aren't just going out willy nilly and just doing random stuff just to do it. When they go out, they actually can appreciate like, wow, do you remember when we couldn't do this? Or like when they couldn't see their family members or like their grandparents or they didn't have their wedding, like everything got scraped down to like bare basics, like what we should appreciate as human beings, including photography and modeling. Like I was, I love, I've always loved it. And I've always, it's always been such a fun hobby and like, I've never really taken it too crazy seriously where I'm like, Oh, I got to have money and I got to, I got to get famous. and I got to get on magazine. Like it's just been a fun release. Yeah, fun ride. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and it got to the point where like, it was great doing it, but with work getting so busy and with, you know, my family's been going through some stuff. I was just like modeling just took a back burner and I was just like, you know, maybe I just won't do it. And during this whole quarantine thing, I was like, I really, really miss it. And I could not be without it. It was almost like my try before you buy. Like I didn't have to commit and say like I wasn't <laughs> doing it. Like I'm retiring, but it was like my try before you buy kind of thing. So that's good. it was, it's really nice. I think this whole thing's been leveling now that it's not scary anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, everything's kind of leveling out now. Yeah. Because that's how I was. I mean, with the whole quarantine thing happening, being out of work for like that amount of time made me realize like how much I fucking miss doing the things I do like doing these like playing games with my brother or friends I know that's like a sidebar but like streaming and stuff like that because I've been getting involved with that stuff and stuff like that it just makes me realize like wow I love doing this stuff why did I give it up right it like relevels you I think I think we whatever is up in the clouds watching over us or like playing big brother is kind of like well you guys need to reset like you guys just need to like take it down a notch and just realize what you want which is really nice and I joke with my grandma this year that I turned 25 in January and I was like it's my quarter life crisis this is it it's it's (laughs) happening like this is like the fourth marker like the you know the first fourth is done and I gotta make sure I'm set up for life and I was so like overwhelmed at that idea and like kind of joking about it and she when I talked to her on the phone yesterday she was like you know you sound just more at ease like even being back to work and this is probably the most stressful work has been just health-wise you know company-wise everything 
And she's like, this is the most leveled you sounded. And I was like, yeah, because I feel like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And I feel good about it. Finally, I feel leveled. And I think that a lot of people needed it. Right. I know, um, quick sidebar, I know that you are obviously in the modeling. What made you get into that? Like what Um, pushed you or is something that you were always involved with or? You know, I was, um, it's kind of stereotypical. I was super self-conscious growing up and really wasn't like, you know, I wasn't allowed to wear a ton of makeup, wasn't allowed to be super revealing with like clothes. And I was very like sheltered. So, um, it actually came up kind of on accident. I just had a friend on Facebook reach out to me and they were like, Hey, can I use you just to take some practice shots? Like I got a new camera. Um, you can have the shots if you want. They're just going to go on like a personal portfolio or whatever. And I'd always hated getting my picture taken. And because I just felt like I look weird and awkward. I feel like that's, I feel like that kind of happens a lot. I know I don't like getting my picture. I, I take that back. I do like getting my picture taken. <laughs> I'm sometimes, I, I'm a narcissist sometimes. <laughs> when, I feel like photographers when, or videographers in any capacity when you're on the other side of the lens, as long as you get the settings and you can choose the angle and you're like, okay, now you can hold this and press the button. Right. And I'll wait <laughs> So I got the pictures back and it was super fun. And I think it was great that it was with a friend because we just kind of laughed and talked and like it felt like I was just helping with like a project. And I posted a couple of pictures just to have them. And Mm -hmm. it just kind of like went from there where people were just kind of like asking me, you know, oh, hey, do you want to take pictures of me? And like it was never about like money or like, oh, I have to get this specific shot. And then you know, I started exploring all these new photographers and going to the meetups and stuff like that. And it just organically has become like a friend group that that's like what we do. It's like our version of LARPing and I love it because <laughs> people look at it and they're like, I, I want to go LARPing. Me today. I, think that'd be I, fun. I still want to do it. I think that'd be a great meetup idea. We can just all go, go LARPing. I, yeah. Like, photos, yeah, just go for it and see what happens. Right. <laughs> I always wanted to be, go to like, um, those events and stuff like that. I just get so caught up with work and like, that's the downfall too is like, I wish I had more time to go out there. Cause I know like Justin, um, maddie um people like that like they always like post up stuff i'm like man i want to go so bad so bad i would love to go so hopefully like hopefully this summer turns around and things are able to happen more you know what i mean oh yeah i think they're gonna happen a lot more frequently and i think that people kind of being stuck and not being able to create in not in a cookie cutter way, but the standard in the industry or the standard in what we do is like, you reach out to someone, you ask if they want to do a shoot, you talk about location, you talk about clothes, you show up and you do it. And it's just kind of like the way it goes. But in quarantine, not being able to do that, people were getting more creative. Like that creative itch wasn't being scratched. So it's like, oh, we can do FaceTime shoots. Oh, we can do socially distance shoots. We can be outside. We can do you know, all these other things. So I think that a lot of people have probably been stirring up ideas for meetups. I saw um, the FaceTime like shoot before and I thought that was pretty cool. I was like, what? <laughs> I thought that I, we, I talked about it with a couple people wanting to do it, but I didn't feel like I was in the right environment. My house is like cute, but it's not like cute, it's not photo worthy. It's like, it's, it's cute, but it's not like, yeah, that. <laughs> it's, it's not like super photo worthy. And I thought about maybe doing, cause I've tried to dabble in photography a little bit and I bring my camera around when I can and I try and explore it. And I was like, maybe I'll do one myself and this, that, and the other. And I just, 
I never got that big push, but I think a lot of people got that big push and it's going to be fantastic when the community is open up again. Right. Did you, um, so you like being in front of the camera more than behind it? I think at times, yeah. I think it kind of switches for me. Like, you know, I, I think that there's points and I think photographers can attest to this too, where it, the point of it being art and the point of it feeling genuine and like it's yours is if it's organic and comes from a, I want to fulfill my creative itch or, you know, fill my creative purpose and not just do something cookie cutter that Instagram will like, or that, you know, my portfolio would like it's, I, I really think that it depends on what I'm feeling And sometimes when someone has an idea for me, I'll say, you know, I just don't feel comfortable doing that. And, you know, I think it's a great concept, but I just don't think I fit into it. Like, I don't think I could pull off the vision that you're trying to get. Mm -hmm. And it's not just about as many photos as you can get. Um, So I think I've gotten a new respect and can kind of gauge when I want to be in front of it. And when I think it'd be great for me to be in front of it versus being on the other side of it, where like, you know, a couple of Justin's events, you know, I, I'll joke with my friends, like Hannah and Anna there. And I'm like, I was like, you got me to take pictures of you. Like, I don't feel comfortable asking anybody else because I don't really know them yet. But I want to talk to my friends and like take pictures of them and in a, like inanimate objects and like scenery and, you know, plants and stuff like that is more my thing when it comes to photography. But right. I love them both. I wish I had a twin so we could just both bounce around <laughs> and do it both. Have some ideas back and forth. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I um, I have this camera that I I use every now and then. Like, I mean, the pictures that I've taken before are pretty good. I feel like, in my opinion, um, I think they're pretty good. I don't know. I could be totally wrong. I could be like a horrible person, not a horrible person, but like no. Not that good. <laughs> <laughs> um, hang on. I want to. Anyone wants to know? I'm gonna send you the a link. A link. A link. A link. If I can, probably not. But yeah, I mean, it's always something that I've been wanting to like do more of is take pictures and stuff. Um, I'm just going to do this because I, I don't know. I think I was pretty good. Like I would shoot with like Tyler Wise and them every now and then. So it was pretty cool. Like, and I thought it was pretty fun. That was- I think it's a great medium. I think it's something that... It- like in high school when they take a photography class, I feel like everybody should just to have a different outlet. Like some people that I know that are incredible photographers are like, I can't draw for anything. Like I can't even draw a stick figure, but you create this art in a different way that it's like, you don't need your hands to make something like that. And I think it's almost liberating having that like, oh wow, like I can create dope art. Like I can really do this. Right. And I um, sent you a few photos just to show you. Um, Oh, I love it. Just classic shoots that, like, I never thought that, I don't know. I I thought they were pretty cool. I love them. I remember doing a shoot with you a while back uh, in the woods with um, Tyler. um, Who else was it? I think Um, it was Paige. Was it the Eclipse? Was that the one? No, I didn't go to that oh, one. That so one. long ago. Oh, my God. I need to start logging my shoot better. <laughs> Quarantine <laughs> no, brain. I'm just trying to remember. Um, fuck. It was in the woods. I we can't had someone else with us. It was you, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, Tyler. 
What was the other girl's name? I want to look at. I almost want to look up on my feed and see if I can find it. If I can find it on my feed, because I feel like it's got a, it's. It'll pop out to me. Like I'll see it, or I'll like find something and be like, "Oh shit, that was it." That was it. That oh, was it. That was it. It's so weird. It's been so long. Like it was a long time ago. It was a few years so back. So ago. I wouldn't be surprised if mm-hmm. like you don't have it on there anymore. I probably do, or at least I have it. I save all the photos that I get from everyone, and like people oh, think I'm crazy. I found for that. it. I and remember like, because yeah. we went to um, Kent too. It was with Paige. I remember her being there now. Yes, yes, because we went into the. Um, to oh, the Kent. Fuck. It was. Um, I found it on here. I creeped. <laughs> Hell yeah! Um, August twenty second. 27 is what your time stamp on there. I just had to check for myself because I wanted to make sure I'm not going crazy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you see, now I'm going to look for it. Now I'm going to dig for it. I got to find it. Um, um, screenshot it, send it to me because I want to see it because I have been. No, because that's just weirder now. God. <laughs> no, it's not weirder now. I want to see Jesus. it. I'm like so diluted. Do you, do you realize how many pictures I even taking them on my phone? If I look right now at how many photos that I actually have in my phone, let me see what it says. I have 40,000 pictures on my phone. Oh. <laughs> That's insane. I, like, I just, cl- I feel like I just clutter and have so many because I love pictures so much. And I love, oh my God, even screenshots. I have 6,000 screenshots. Like, what did I screenshot? <laughs> like, <laughs> That's insane. See, That's like, insane. I have only 4,000 photos and I thought I had a lot. Oh, yes. Yes, we went to, um, we were at the school. Yep, into the, like the. Um... Yes, the the why the i just want to say nature part like the greenhouse area. yes the, greenhouse. Like the, the botanical area that they study i, I don't know what it's called there's people that listen to it like i'm a professor in that and we're gonna be like the the planty plant room yeah like, that the, no the plant room <laughs> that that where plants are <laughs> yes plants. that was so see that was so fun like and now thinking back on it that's another reason i love pictures that you can look at it and be like oh i remember that and i remember where that was and who i was with and you're laughing and we went to get food afterwards i'm pretty sure we went to go get sushi maybe maybe that was the i don't know oh I wait like yes done... because that was um was that in downtown mm-hmm. yeah i remember yes yes i uh, slightly yeah. i slightly could i remember the <laughs> you know it's the stools whatever yeah and i have yet to be there i've i've not gone since and i've not gone to the plant room either but it's a nice little memory that i have and it's um no, it's cool. It's cool once it like cracks open. You're like, oh, and it's like all these memories flood back and all these little things and like us laughing and walking around. I remember like, not being it was so fun. Um, like, um, I remember slightly a little yeah. bit. <laughs> but that little bit's better than nothing, which is right? I think great. <laughs> yeah. Um what was I gonna ask after that? Oh. Um so with like the whole modeling thing, what is the end goal? Is there an angle um, or is there something you just want to keep doing? You know, I don't really want to put an end goal on it, if that makes sense. I think if I get anything from it, it will be something that I can show like my grandkids and or like my family members or like even my sisters are like, oh, wow, like you're so confident. And, like, look at you. Like, it doesn't even look like you. it's crazy. And I think just having something that I can look back on and be like, I did that just because I wanted to do it and I didn't think I could like skydiving almost it's like you know I want to go skydiving but 
I just, <laughs> I told the story a couple podcasts ago. Um, I want to go skydiving, but I had a bad experience. And I, <laughs> the experience made me to believe that I shouldn't go skydiving. The, I was supposed to go skydiving in Hawaii, but there was something wrong with the plane at that time. So I was like, okay, so I'm going to back off. If it gets brought up again, I'll go. But it didn't get brought – like, it, the day that it got brought up again was the last day I was going to be there. Um, the next day we were leaving. And that day – well, that night, the plane went down. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And oh. and obviously it comes from a plane going down. A lot of things happened. And I was just so <laughs> baffled. Uh, I was like, my gut told uh, me <laughs> something in oh there. Oh, no. Oh. But, you know, I think that's, I think that's what it's here for. And I feel like people that are more art inclined or like creatively inclined versus like the people that enjoy numbers and like logic and, and, you know, they thrive in that capacity. I think that when it comes to the gut, that is what we listen to more. And that's kind of like what our compass is. Like, you know, the gut, like even when, when I decline shoots or say, I don't know if I can do that, or I don't know if I should. And like, or even when I push myself, it makes where you me kind of feel work. a little uncomfy. <laughs> yeah, but it's like sometimes it's like uncomfy growth, but like that gut that you have, and even it telling you like it's like, <laughs> hey, I'm good at taking pictures and helping you, but I'm also gonna tell you don't get on the plane. Like, right. that's crazy that your gut was so intuitive. Like, it's insane. I wanted to go so are. bad, and I was just like, eh, mm. oh. They'll probably know. have VR for it soon. Or you can go in one of those little tunnels like in Las Vegas. I think I'd like to go in a tunnel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just so I know for a fact if anything happens, I it I would fall on a screen. <laughs> yeah, and they give you one of those big marshmallow suits. Like, you'll be sad. I think that's, yeah. I think that's the goal. I think you know what? That's a good way to go about it. Right, right. <laughs> the safer, more logical way. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if I can if – it, if it takes, like, a professional route, it's just – in the modeling world, it's so scary once you're professional because I already have tattoos and I'm not exactly the perfect demographic for like modeling. Obviously, every campaign and every job's different, but it's so weird in the modeling world because you get restraints put on you with an agency. And, you know, for the longest time, you know, I was dating a photographer. So it was like, oh, if I'm with an agency and you want to take pictures with me or if I just want to go with my friends, I wouldn't be able to do it. And that takes the fun out of it for me. So if it can happen professionally to where I don't have to compromise the whole route of me doing it, because that's all it was. It was just for fun. It's for fun. And I've met so many cool friends and have so many cool experiences and got to do stuff like this, like a podcast. I was like, oh, this is so unique. Like, I'm excited about this. (laughs) Just taking photos would put me to where I can, you know, sit and chat on a podcast for a little bit and just talk and, and enjoy it. And um I think not having an end goal is kind of nice but at the same time it's like chaos for me because I do I'm a very goal-oriented same (laughs) I have to have like things set in stone like I have like I don't know where is it I'm on my iPad looking I don't know I have so many notes but I have a note on here that says everything I accomplished last year and everything I'm going to accomplish this year with check boxes next to them. So when I do it, I'll check it off <laughs> as I oh, go. Oh wow! I'm just That's a, cool to do it though. I need to I like make that. sure I get my life together. <laughs> I like that. 
you gotta get your life together well no oh. i meant like my life <laughs> you know what i meant all that too. i got i getting my life together all over again since this this is like a whole new set of normal it's like we're gonna have three different versions of normal before summer even happens <laughs> like i am over uh, <laughs> i just want <laughs> summer and to just chill on a beach i'm a big warm guy i love the warmth i would be anywhere like if i can i'll move to hawaii like now because <laughs> like a family be there fun. and i know i could go crash with them until i find a place so it's kind of like do i want to take the leap do i just want to take that leap and go <laughs> i think that'd be incredible i think that even just the culture that they have and it's so you know, friendly the, there man it's crazy it's not the stereotypical like tourist like oh, I'm going to sit at a luxury resort and then go walk in the wild and then come back to my resort. Like, I feel like the Hawaiian culture is so rooted to nature and it's like mm-hmm. a nice companionship There's... and partnership. It's not like, I don't know. I just, I, I've always been drawn to, I've never gone, but I think if I could go anywhere, it would probably be Hawaii. 100% because like every, there's so many like parks and stuff like that to go to. Well, Yeah. I think Lilo and Stitch did it for me, though. I saw that, and I was like, I'm going to go get an alien best friend. When I move and I grow up, I'm going to go to Hawaii. Like, that was, like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, this looks, like, amazing. Like, it's beautiful. Like, and I've always been scared of, like, big open water and, like, if I can't see my feet. So I was like, I'm going to go to Hawaii, and I'm going to surf when I get my alien friend. And, like, that was, like, my <laughs> goal when I was, like, super young. I was like, that's it. Hawaii is it. I'm going to break out of my shell and not be scared anymore. <laughs> it's a subconscious dream i think i still might go and overcome my fear of the water who knows yeah, yeah <laughs> i think yeah. it'd be great if you go out there i'll totally come visit you i mean i'll come bug you for oh, sure for i don't sure. know if you have a choice at that point i'll probably just be like hey guess what i'm here i mean i would be like one of those things like down. get like texts and calls being like yeah so i am landing you need to come pick me up i'll be like all right <laughs> word up <laughs> I'll call in my IOU. I'll be like, hey, I'm doing a podcast. Uh, you're a part of it, and I'm at your front door, so let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and I just look like, oh, okay. But um, <laughs> with that, like, what advice do you give to, like, people? I mean, obviously, you are pretty known, I feel like, in my opinion, throughout, like, kind of the community here in Cleveland. And Ohio oh. in general, too, sometimes. Uh, not sometimes, but like the, in whole, I'm getting my tongues tied, in whole, what <laughs> advice do you give to like people that want to pursue it? Cause I'm sure like there's people that like, I want to use the words look up to maybe like other ladies that like look up to someone that takes pictures and like, wow, I really want to do that. The person's making me do it. Is there any advice that you would give to them? I think the best advice that I can give them is go I, I actually joke my one friend she's trying to do um um like a boudoir birthday shoot thing for her um, husband and she's like I've never done it I don't know what to do I don't know how to feel and I told her I said go and get a brand new outfit go and get like a brand new shade of lipstick or go do something and not that those superficial things will make you feel better like you should feel confident in yourself but I think having and wearing things that make you comfortable your first time doing it just to like lay the groundwork and just going and having fun and always bringing a friend. Yes. For safety reasons as well. But if you know what you're getting into, like, no, you know, know the photographer, research the photographer, use someone that, you know, 
that has references went that with you them. Know. Yeah, or like yeah. someone that like worked with them because I mean, there's a lot of creep people out there. <laughs> oh, absolutely! Oh my god, all over the place. But I, I mean, there's been a couple <laughs> shoots where like I've gone and I'm like, do you mind if we just have coffee first? Like you don't know anybody that I know. You don't. Like, I mean, you might know them, but like nobody that I can like ask and be like, hey, was that like okay? Like it's just you have to take control in that sense that just because you're the model and the photographer has a camera doesn't mean you don't have any control. Yeah. Because like, you just you're not an object. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I, and I tell them like, an bring object, somebody. So and like, I offer all the time and not to be like, I don't want to sound, I never wanted to sound cocky to any of my friends, but I was like, if you want me to come with you, like I will totally come with you. I will help you. We can pose, we can play, we can like make it like we're playing dress up. Like we did when we were kids. Like, that's your chance to get out a little bit of your comfort mm-hmm. zone and really like enjoy it. And I've gone to a couple shoots with some of my girlfriends and some of my guy friends too. And we make it like a whole day of it. I'm like, you know, we'll go get coffee. I'll pick you up and we'll, we'll drive there and we'll look at outfits and we'll play around with it. And like, I'll help you. And I always make sure the photographer of course is comfortable with it. Like I never want to dive into a shot, but if my friend looks like they're constipated, I'm going to tell you like, Hey, let's, let's ease it up a little bit or like I'll make a joke <laughs> or something silly or I'll play music and like, you know, just get it's all get about comfortable. being comfortable too. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about the environment, not just the frame that you're in. So mm-hmm. I tell people no matter what it is, don't just look at what the photographer is looking at through the lens. Look at it as your entire environment. Cause if you're uncomfortable, it's going to show. There's so many pictures where I can tell I was like, I was uncomfortable right there. I probably, I probably felt like I needed to sneeze or something in that photo. Like, <laughs> so anybody's, I just say, just do it. Just die. come to like the, come to any of the events or message somebody. Like there's such a weird dynamic now where people can't reach out to other people, especially female to female. It's like so frowned upon to be like, Hey, like, tell me why you do this or how to do this. Or like, like everybody thinks that everyone has like a hidden agenda and or like they just want something and it's I weird think- to think about that too it's like different communities like definitely like that it's like you would think it's like kind of like a friendly thing but sometimes you get so like bicker you know what i mean like there's some bitter petty people out there and it's sad like why not help everyone you know yeah. and one of um actually a girl that i met through one of my really close friends megan megan and i used to work together and um, when we would hang out, um, her friend, Anna, Anna Henry, um, who's been coming to more of the Clee Creates events, um, we were walking around the mall. We were all three just hanging out. And she's like, I feel like I'm just in a rut. Like, I have no idea what to do. Or like, I want to, like, she's such a good photographer. And like, she's taken pictures of me before. And I was like, come to this event. Like, you're, I was like, you're great at what you're doing. You're posting like senior portraits and stuff. And I said, but you have an itch just show up. And I sent her the information and I was like, I'll pick you up. We'll go. It'll be great. And it was like letting a kid loose on the playground. And it was the best (laughs) thing I could have seen. And then we met up afterwards and like, we talk about it and like every event, like I've seen her a couple since and like, we've talked about going them and like photo fest and um, it was so great. Um, The pixel connection puts on um, a big event called photo fest where they have um, guest speakers and like little seminars and people that go over um, photography in general, um, different editing styles, different um, tech that's out now. So basically it's, um, it was at the Wolstein Center last year, but there's like a model bank. So what you do is you can learn and take what you've learned in these seminars and rent this equipment. Like they'll actually let you rent all the brand new, like all the big brands are there. 
And then you can go to like this model bank. Sam Young was um, in charge of the model bank last year, but we all just kind of sit and hang out and we have all these different outfits. And photographers would come up with their rented gear and like what they learned. And we would just walk around and take pictures like in the, you know, in the surrounding area or like in the little studio spaces with the lighting and stuff. And it was so cool because it was on such a larger scale that it wasn't just like a free mingling thing. It was like people from Pittsburgh and people from Columbus and all these different photographers and like the different age ranges and the different demographics that like normally I'm not used to seeing. I'm used to seeing like the clique creates where it's like the millennial crowd, if you will, and, like a couple of like the, the OG photographers that are like really good and really seasoned. Like it was cool seeing that there were like hundreds of people. And they would be like, oh, I want to take pictures of you. And they'd come in like pods. And it was such a cool creative energy. And I got to meet so many cool people. And Anna came to it too. And she had a fucking blast because she appreciates both ends of it, like the photography and the modeling side of it. And seeing her break out of her shell was so cool to me. And I, uh, going forward, like any of my friends, if they even ask me about it, I'm like, if you want to come, you, you tell me. Like I have a yeah, whole you just come. <laughs> I'm going to drag you. Like, I'll make you come to it. And I'm almost a little too aggressive, but I think everyone should experience it at least once and not just have the exposure of a school photo where you feel awkward and stiff and everyone takes the same picture. I think everyone (laughs) should uh, look your back straight and your legs crossed and your hands in your lap. Mm -hmm. Everyone. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I think anybody that wants to do it should just reach out to somebody. Like it's, I feel like it's not as serious. Like, this isn't some like we're all paid millions of dollars to do this. I mean, if you are, that's great, but yeah, it must be like, nice. <laughs> it's, it's just for fun. And I feel like confidence nowadays is so hard to come by, especially for women and even men. Like I think just reach out to somebody or reach out. I don't even care if I get a rant, like a bunch of random messages, like help me teach me. I want to do it. I want to go. I want this. And like, yeah, come along. I'm so down for it. I'm such a social person that I am so down to meet new people. And chat and talk to them like any photo shoot that I do I'm talking like 90% of the time like I'm making jokes or I'm like being goofy between being serious like it should never just be like a business transaction and I want people to see that and enjoy it and love it right I there's this one um gathering I'm trying to remember it It was in like a bar not a bar but it definitely had an open bar there um but people were just taking pictures everywhere. And I'm trying to remember it was in Columbus. I can't remember walking around. And I don't know. I'm pretty sure you were there. I'm not 100% sure because it was a few years back because I went with Paige. Oh, the one that um, Tyler put on. It was, um, or not, well, maybe Tyler didn't put it on, but I remember Tyler posting about it because it was, we all met at that park and that big, and it was like winter. And we were all just like walking around like a giant herd. Was that the one you're talking about? Was it sunny? It was sunny, but there was definitely snow on the ground because that whole weekend, like, I remember there's being snow because I lost my car keys and got stranded in Cleveland and had to have somebody, like, I had to have somebody tow my car and, like, all this crazy stuff. So I remember it was winter because my keys were, like, majorly fucked. Like, I was, I was stuck there with a friend and I had gotten an Airbnb with her and stayed the night and we did a like an airbnb photo it was i'm trying to remember because i brought my um drone and stuff and i remember tyler and i and i'm pretty sure Paige was there too we ended up on the top of a um why am i going on a car on a garage um and we were just walking around there and 
I remember, I don't remember. All I know is sunny during the day. <laughs> My <laughs> memory is getting so mind blank, man. Um, I, I'm going to look up pictures from it because I feel like that would help. There was like, um, we started walking down like the, um, a couple, like a local street and there was restaurants and bars on either side. We stopped at like a Starbucks mm-hmm. and we all kind of hung out to warm up. So maybe it, maybe it wasn't the same one you're thinking because it was uh, in ours September. was so cold. Oh, okay. I don't think it was in September. I'd have to look at the dates again, but yeah, because it was in September, and I think it was a little bit after I met you, I believe. I don't know, maybe, possibly, <laughs> somewhere around. I'll also look it up. I'm gonna look it up, and I'm gonna find it, and then I'm gonna send it to you because you do already, you did the first one, so now I gotta do the second one. So now I'm gonna look it up and try and find it. But <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. Mm. Uh, what um what grinds your gears let's change it up what grinds my gears um uh i think people that are too like entitled i think people that think that their shit doesn't stink <laughs> like it just yeah that just bothers me like you can be confident and i will gas you up till the end of days but if you don't have that little bit of like humbleness about you i cannot stand it i think that i feel like this is an example that like not like a an example but like it's hitting home pretty hard like towards someone am i wrong or just in general Um, i feel like you had some experience with this just just kind of in general i mean in entitlement i've had a lot of experiences with it like people being shitty towards you oh yeah oh yeah but i don't crucify others for someone else's sins like i'm not gonna go into like a friendship or uh photography you know or a photography kind of capacity to someone and feel like everyone's just gonna like oh you're just entitled you're gonna fuck me over like you know abuse it like i've definitely had people that have taken advantage of me being like a kind person or me being so open or me being so like I'm a giver that's like one of my love languages and it's so bad because I'll give I'll give gifts I'll give advice I'll give hugs I'll give tough love like I just need to give to someone if I think they need it and I hate when people just assume that they're like entitled to it yeah people it, yeah entitlement kind of sucks I definitely know what you're talking about because there's some instances that I feel like people are like ah <laughs> like you, you yeah. think you, you you know it all but like i i like to think i know it all sometimes but like <laughs> yeah but oh yeah I, but confidence isn't bad though the confidence that you have of like i know what i know like that's a good thing to have you know get you in trouble sometimes <laughs> oh for sure, for sure. <laughs> but but i mean i Sometimes people need to hear it though. Like there have definitely been times where I've given advice and my friends at the moment are like, no, absolutely. Like, no. Yeah, I can't just say stop. That. Just stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> and then a couple weeks later, they're like, you know what? Maybe I should have tried that. And I'm like, well, maybe, maybe I should have like given it with a little bit, like a spoonful of sugar behind the, behind the little tough love bump. But, um, <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. What is, um, I'm going to jump back to but, yeah. what was the best shoot you've been to? That you're like, wow, that was the best one that I've gone to. Had so much fun. And I don't know, just felt a good vibe. 
the best shoot that I think I've gone to. I feel so bad like picking one, but the one that like stands out and is like most memorable. Well, I mean, let's let's well. like cha- let's change the question because that could be. <laughs> I can see where you might be buried there. Um, <laughs> like best get together, like the best, best like, get together. Yeah, like uh, up in Cleveland, like where Justin and them had his thing and stuff like that. Like, what was like one you're like, wow, that was like so much fun. You know, I think that it was the first event that. Well, not the first one, but one of the first ones that I had gone to um, was one of the GLOW events before Clee Creates was established. And um, I think I remember seeing stuff post about that. That one, because it it wasn't tiny, but it was such an intimate space and such a unique space and being inside and then being able to explore outside. And we had smoke bombs and we were like, there was like an old beat down car. And it's actually one of my favorite pictures that I have because everyone's looking at this car they're like oh this car's so cool this car's so cool and I remember climbing around the car and opening the side door on the other side that was by the fence and like sneaking in and like (laughs) crawling my way into this old car like I'm talking like destroyed leather seats like it was very like Quentin Tarantino like if I find it I'll send it to you because it was so cool because there was such a good memory behind it that I was like oh I'm getting this photo and then I like sat on it and I was like sitting in the car and I was like, I don't know what diseases are in this car right now, but I don't care because I'm like on a creative high. And then we had like, um, we had smoke bombs and we actually, the fire department was called because there was like these black smoke bombs going off. And oh, no. all, so many people were just everywhere you looked in this whole block was just people outside and like pods creating. And it was like, it was like Disneyland. Like you turned your head and you, heard, you could hear like camera shutters and laughing and and it was, it was though, so cool. Like yeah, it sounds really cool. It was so cool. And uh, the one shot that I got in the street, and this, I can think of all these cool shots that I got that I just love, is that um, Cozart, Mike was there, and he's a cop, and we were standing on the street, and I had, like, a leather skirt on and a Quentin Tarantino top, and I felt, like, super badass. And he goes, <laughs> I'm going to take all the bullets out of my gun, and you're going to hold it. And I was like, hell yeah, I am. Let's, let's do it. <laughs> It was just like everything was just like so organic and so like unplanned that it was one of the first They're meetups that I went like to. The best shoots too, where it's just kind of going with the flow. Yeah, Can I get so. Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> no, no, you go ahead. Go ahead. I've been talking too much. <laughs> That's the point, though. The whole point. <laughs> um, I remember I get. I don't want to say get stressed out. <laughs> but like maybe it's something that I need to work on is if I would go do a shoot um I get so like I don't want to be bossy <laughs> I was like just just if you like that's why it's like between like experienced and unexperienced people like experience know like hey this is like I do this like this usually like you know what I mean yeah like, people know like what, how to do things and stuff sometimes sometimes you got to tell them and I'm just mm-hmm. so like once I leave work, my mind switches off into like boss mode. Like it just like, yeah. boom, like a power grid just shutting down. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't want to be yeah. a boss. I don't want to be a boss. I just only at work. Yeah. Yeah. And um, that boss, like, um, I, one of the things that I do when I start a photo shoot is I'm always like, bully me. Tell me. Like, if I got a double chin, I want to know. If I got my hair sticking out, I want to know. Like, I kind of make a joke <laughs> about it. I'll be like, look, seriously, like, and I'll say, if you need to move, like, part of my body or, like, if I'm not understanding how you want me to move, 
I was like, if you need to like physically come up and move, just ask me and like say, Hey, can I move your arm this way? Or can I just adjust a little bit? Or I'll tell them like, Hey, show me the pictures. Like, I want to see if they're like, you're just not really getting it. I'm like, okay, show me the camera. Like, let me see the photo. Tell me what you want. Like, there's not really right or wrong, but there's like more right. If that makes sense. So like what I'm doing is wrong, but I want to be the most right and the closest that I can be to facilitate like a vision. And for photographers, it's so hard at those meetups because it's almost like you're like picking from the litter. Like the, the photographer is supposed to go up to the model and say, I see your look, I see what you are, and you're inspiring a shot. Models can sometimes go up to photographers and be like, oh, do you want to take pictures of me? But it's not as like organic. They're like, well, you're maybe. I you're feel like that'd just be awkward. Yeah, it's it's very. If a model goes up to a photographer, it just kind of seems awkward a little bit. I can see like the photographer going up to a model and being like, "Hey, I want to take a picture." Mm -hmm. And I I think that's why it's so intimidating for you guys. That's why it's so hard for photographers to just be like, you know, and not not all of them, but some of them. If it's like the first one they go to, and they're seeing all this craziness going on around them, and all these camera shots and this, that, and the other, it's like that's intimidating having to go up to someone and say, "Hey, can I take your picture?" and then not even knowing their name. And then yeah. telling them to contort their body in a way so you can take Can you, like, yeah, like, put your arm, like, under your leg? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's – so I can see why it's it's hard for um, people to do. And it, it definitely just, takes – it's a lot of pressure because you're like, oh, what if I take a shot and then the model doesn't like it and then they don't post it? Or what if I don't like it? Or, like – I just wasted their so time because I hate wasting time. <laughs> Oh my that's, god! Well, that's why the meetups are great. Is that you can't really waste anyone's time. Like we're all there. I would to just feel so bad though. Like wow, these pictures didn't turn out the way I wanted it. I just wasted their time. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? I definitely don't think so. I think I'm gonna drag you to the next one. I'm gonna make you go, and then we're gonna be like comrades because I I lost my um I lost my partner to go to all of my photo shoots and my events with. So you're gonna be my new partner at least for the first time around. I think. It'd Who be did great. you normally go with? Um, I used to bring Grant to everything. Okay. So, okay. Unfortunately, unfortunately, we parted ways, which isn't the worst thing in the world. But um, I can cut this part out. <laughs> that's okay. No, you're totally fine. You're totally fine. Um, no, it's 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 totally fine. Very like amicable. Like if I see him at events, it's gonna be totally great. Like uh, it's it's not even like a negative or toxic thing at all. And I've been telling everybody that asked me about it like. No, like we we're still friends. Like it was, it was just kind of like the course it needed to take. And um, going to events, though, I think would just be a little too weird to be like a couple thing. And I yeah. just that's kind of what it was for us. If you guys so. were used to doing it like that, like going yeah. to them together, yeah, yeah. Be, so I mean, it's better to just like I was talking about this with someone else. Actually, on another podcast, was like it's better to have that friendship definitely in the circumstance that you were saying um, of just it being like respectable and can still talk to each other without it being a toxic environment. Definitely being in an environment that everyone goes to. Yeah. And I, th- I think if we went together, it would just be like, Oh my God, are they like together? Are they broken up? Or like, what is it like? It would just be too weird and too, um, it w- it w- I think it would um, congest the environment for both of us i think that would be something we'd be thinking about too much true and we yeah. just both need to be like in creative headspaces and i think with going off on a separate tandem but i think <laughs> being in any kind of relationship you can never have like a friend and then be like oh this is how it'd be if i dated you 
and like see the future it's like one of those things where you're never going to know until you just do it and right. sometimes you take that step and it's just not right so it's like you got to try before you buy and we were able to like back out of it and before it got like a and a terrible car crash as we were trying and buying. <laughs> um, right. So it was, it was like a good, healthy, like, you know, it was great what it was. And I think taking that step back and being healthy and um, just having that friendship, it, it teaches you, it's kind of like parents when they get a divorce and then their kids still see that they can be friends and still be like respectable and understand that just because you don't work out in one capacity doesn't mean you write this person off forever. Right. I think that's a huge part of life's too short too, man. Like, yeah. like I mean, things shit. happen. Yeah, like things happen. Like, let it go. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to harbor that stuff. It's not, it's not worth it. It's you know. And my my grandma, one of the things she was told me, she goes, Abby, there are gonna be a million other people that are in line to fuck you over. And she goes, don't, don't, just blow through the line. Just get it out of the way. Get it all out of the way. <laughs> Honestly, though, like no she, that's the thing on one person. The realest thing I've ever heard in a long time. Uh, she's got she's got good quips of wisdom. I love her. You should have a podcast with her. She's hysterical. <laughs> That'd, be <laughs> all kinds of wisdom. That'd be so funny. <laughs> That'd be good. That'd be a good mm-hmm. one. I wanted to do one with my mom. Oh, you should. That'd be wild. You should. I think that'd be awesome. That'd be wild. I'd probably get sad there for a moment, but I don't know. <laughs> but I think embracing sadness a little bit, like you're meant to feel it for something. And I think being able to like be a little sad and not be like woe is me or like turn it into something (laughs) oh i'm sure it'll turn it because like long story short is my dad passed in october last year and i know that would be a topic that would come up if i would talk to her because of the fact of like i don't know i just think it's a good like thing to talk about just because like so many people are going through it i feel like oh yeah I think sometimes you just need a good cry though. And I feel like if she could do it like with you. Um, I'm man enough to say I did that the other night. So <laughs> good. You know, but I always, I, people will say, I'm sorry for crying. I'm like, don't you ever apologize for crying. Cry I, all you want. Even if there's just, no reason. I was just watering from my eyes. There's nothing. Oh, on, okay. You know? All right. Yeah, I agree. Oh, sure. Sure. I forgot you have that feature. You're the upgraded model. I got it. Yeah. Manly man. <laughs> manly man. <laughs> No, I think that'd be really sweet. I think if you got, and even if you don't even put it in the whole podcast, even if you guys just got to talk and then it happened and like you decide later on, like it's just for you guys to share or like you just give it to her and you guys have it like as a beautiful recorded moment. I think that'd be wonderful. I think she would really enjoy that. Yeah. That'd be wild. It'd be like a four hour long thing and I would have to sit there and go through it all. Oh, <laughs> that'd well, be amazing. Be worth it. You never true. know. <laughs> true, true. I have this one section of this all the time that I just, it kind of just, since we're talking about organic things happening, like it just organically got involved with all my like podcasts is like, what is, (laughs) you don't have to answer. It's just a question. (laughs) Um, Drunk stories. (laughs) Drunk stories. Um, (laughs) um, One of my favorite drunk stories is, um, growing up super sheltered um we were not allowed to have like the normal like high school like no boyfriends no crazy makeup no risque clothing no nothing and then this that, and the other and um actually when my mom passed away and we moved with my stepdad he was very strict but we my sister and I were very good at like kind of 
not finessing it, but we each had like our own friend groups that we could like sneak out and like kind of cover for each other and like <laughs> other stuff. It's and, like I'm going um, to Debbie's house, but yeah, not really and, going. <laughs> and there was one point where um, I was actually going to a youth group meetup, but afterwards, a couple of my girlfriends and a couple of my guy friends we were meeting up to, we wanted to go see this haunted bridge. And of course, growing up Catholic, there's no ghosts, no nothing. That's just, you don't, you don't indulge in it. And they were like, we're going to go see the suicide bridge in Texas. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, I want to go. I want to see it. And it was super dark. And we were, we were kind of, I mean, one person that was driving obviously was not drinking, but we were drinking and four locos were like the thing. Oh, Oh, no. Four locos. Jesus. So any drunk story that is included in four loco is just something else. And um, we're driving and it's like super crazy wooded, like something out of like a horror movie. Big, big, like crazy, just like a bunch of like wheat and tall grass and this crazy, creepy bridge that they say that people will like just jump off of. And there's like one road underneath it and there's like nothing else around it. It's like super obscure, super crazy weird. And it's Texas, so of course weird shit happens in Texas all the fucking time. So it's pitch dark, and it's we're Texas. It's like a land, yeah. literally land of the free. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and the haunted apparently. <laughs> so we were we were not crazy drunk yet, but we're definitely buzzed. I'm, you know, a high schooler. My tolerance for four loco is obviously not that impeccable. You so do like a quarter of uh, it, and you're like trashed. Yeah, we would buy one off of like um one of our friends' older brother, and like four of us could split it, and we're like, hell yeah, we're gonna get wasted. Like <laughs> that was that was like the culture of four loco. Four loco is for four people that want to be loco. That's the whole point of a four loco. It's not meant for one person. <laughs> and um, so we're drinking it, and we're just hanging out, and we get out of the car, and it was like super creepy. It's pitch dark, so we get out of the car, and we're trying to explore and like walk around, and then we like hear a car coming up, and it's a cop car, and we were so far away from the car itself that we just like dove in the bushes. Like we just dove in the grass. We're laying there. Dive, dive, dive. (laughs) Oh my God. And it was so terrifying because I'm thinking, well, my life's over because I'm not supposed to be drinking. I'm supposed to be at youth group. Um, I'm not, (laughs) I'm not. Technically you went though. Boys. I was. Yeah. And I was definitely praying at that point. So it was. (laughs) So um, it was so scary and so terrifying because then they did the classic, like, is anybody else out here? And they start going with the flashlights. And I looked at my friend because we're like laying in the dirt, like in the bunkers. We're like laying in the dirt. And I was like, I got to tell them we're here. Like, they're going to fucking find us. They're going to see that we're here. And the dude that was driving was like, no, no one else is here. It's literally just me and my dude friends. So then the cop was like, okay, fine. Then get in your car and leave. Like, we're going to watch you leave. And I was like, oh, fuck, they're going to leave us. So the, <laughs> the cops like tell these guys like, okay, get back in the car and leave and whatever. And we don't know where my third girlfriend is. She's like a, somewhere in the fucking woods. I don't know like what she's doing. And they make him drive away and they're like, we're going to escort you home, which is like 35 minutes home, oh, shit. which is at this point, like 45 minutes from my house. Oh no. And I was like, oh, fuck. So we're laying, we're laying in the grass. And then the one cop tells the other guy, okay, you search around for more people while I escort this guy home. Because they, like, knew. I think they could tell, like, they you knew. Guys, you guys were bullshitting them. <laughs> yep. And so my friend is clenching to the four loco to life. And this guy's getting closer and closer and closer. And I was like, oh, dear God, don't do it. Don't do it. So as he's walking around, I was like, let's just chug it. Let's just absolutely just decimate this four loco. And just so he thinks it's empty. Who cares? Not logical at all. But we did it. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so um, he ends up finding us. 
of course. And um, he's like, is anybody else out here? And my one friend stands up and she just sticks her hand up like she's in class and like 30 feet away from us, like out of nowhere, like a little fucking, like a, what is the little meerkats that pop out of the grass? (laughs) And she puts her hand up and she goes, I'm bright, I'm bright. And then she just pukes and the guy goes, oh shit. So he's like, now he's got three kids that are just here and he was like what thankfully we got the nicer guy he's like what am I supposed to do with you guys and I was like I don't know what to do like I'm super sheltered I'm supposed to be at youth group my friend's like yep youth group youth group that's all she kept saying was yep youth groups we're supposed to be at right now and we are not at youth group and it was so I, bad was I'd be like, like the cop like, like oh. we are well aware you're not at oh, youth group. And it was, so, and he was so nice about it too. Cause I was like, we weren't driving. Like, we just want to see like the suicide bridge. He goes, people come here all the time because that's exactly why we're here. Like we always catch kids here. He's like, where are you guys staying? And we were staying at um, my one friend's house, the one that it was meerkatting and puking at the time. And <laughs> I was like, we're supposed to go to her house um, with her parents and this, that, and the other. He's like, all right. Um, so he, he put us in the cop car, not in handcuffs or anything. He let us all three sit in the back. And he was like, are your parents going to be mad? And, um, the, the girl that we were staying at her house, I was like, if she's fucked up, they're definitely going to be mad. But like, I think we're like the other, the other two of us, I think we're decently okay that we could like get away without talking to her parents. So this guy was so sweet. And he like, he he was like, let's get you guys something to eat. Drove us to McDonald's, got her like a coffee, got me like a coffee and a water. And like, it was so weird. So I was like, this is not how I expected my first time in a cop car. And I'm like 16. <laughs> so you planned out dude, that you were going to be in a cop car at one point in I, your life? Ooh, I expected it. I was like, you just got to be prepped <laughs> for it. There's going to be some point where I'm in a cop car. And if that's the way it happens, I'm cool. With it, it is what it, it is. Like, yeah, like, you know what? It happens. <laughs> it was such a like, um, it was such a, uh, what is the, what is that movie with Seth Rogen and McLovin? Where they, he comes friends with the cops and they drive him around and he's like drinking and shooting guns with them. I don't I totally that. forget what it's called. <laughs> I completely forget what it's called, but it Pineapple reminded Express? me of that. I don't think it's it was, that, is it? What'd you say? It's not Pineapple Express. No, it's, um, oh, fuck. again, I'm going to find it and end up sending it to you. I, I hope so. But, it, I don't it, remember. <laughs> but for the I feel dumb. Time, we called each other McLovin because we were like, we hung out the cop. He dropped us off like right down the street and we, we snuck back into my friend's house and we were sitting there eating our McDonald's and we ended up, we had to leave our phones at the house because, um, parents were tracking our phones. So we wanted to say, we like, we were at Brittany's house, left our phones when we go to youth group and they're still there and we come back. So they wouldn't know we went somewhere else. <laughs> so we all get on our phones and we got like 50 messages from the guys like, where are you? What's going on? Like Snapchats and phone calls and this, that, and the other. And Oh my God, are you arrested? Blah, blah, blah. We've driven by your house like three times and we don't see the lights on and we don't know what's going on. And so we FaceTimed them. We're just like, yeah, a cop just took us to McDonald's. Like it was pretty great. And they it were mad. Pretty chill, man. Cop talked, <laughs> cop talked to his parents and he was grounded and all this other crazy stuff. And so we're like, oh, so you're not going to the party tomorrow? Like we were joking about <laughs> having a party, but it was the weirdest and most fun, like not even crazy drunk, but like holy shit moment that I will always remember is my first encounter with a cop car, my first encounter with like all of all of that craziness of like the drunken adult world of oh shit like mm, we kind of fucked up I think <laughs> so it was it's not a crazy story but it to me it was like a oh shit I, li- I lived my McLovin moment and that will forever be it so I don't think I've hit that moment yet <laughs> I'm like, I think I'd be you. afraid to because I feel like <laughs> I would get my ass in jail <laughs> well if you're in Hawaii you could change your name to McLovin and have the ID and everything so that I would think be the best I just it. need to take the picture too I need to put the glasses <laughs> on and all that fun stuff <laughs> 
you know? I think it'd be a great idea. I think I'd I put think a bowl perfect. cut too. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Pretty, pretty nice. <laughs> I think you could rock the shit out of that. Out of a bowl cut? <laughs> Hell yeah, do it. Rock the fuck totally out of it, man. <laughs> In Hawaii, anything goes. It's fine. And it's your name that, is McLovin, so you could literally have any haircut you want and be fine. And I would live like a king. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's awesome. I was not expecting that question. I like that one. That's a good one. <laughs> I put it on everyone just because I like to hear people's responses. I like to know like what their life has been. I would highly suggest you listen to the one prior, um, the podcast I just put out today. I promise you, you would laugh your ass off. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm definitely going to. I was listening to the one um, that you and Maddie did um, a couple days ago when I was um, getting a workout in. And I definitely want to listen to one you put out today. Please listen to the one today because it's so <laughs> funny. You'd be like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> I'm ready for it now. Now that's, exactly, that's on my agenda for the night. Now that's going to yep. be the next thing I do when we, when we end this. A solid ten out of ten for sure. Oh, I'm excited. Well, now I feel pressure. <laughs> now I feel like my podcast isn't living up to that standard. Like, how am I going to follow? All right. That? So, <laughs> and uh, I, I don't know what to say. This is. <laughs> Awesome. Oh. Well, thank you for joining. Oh my God, thank you. This was so fun. This was exactly what I needed without even realizing any. When you said it, I was like, oh, I hope I like perform to standard, but this was so There's much really fun. No standard. I mean, like, if you can talk, I would hope it would be pretty good. Because, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. It would have to hit that. If you don't talk, then it's like, okay, well. <laughs> yeah, it it gets a little stagnant. No, I think I think we have a good we had good conversation. I think this it was is, a good comment. It was good. It's so nice, and uh, thank you so much for just being so sweet and just saying. Oh, even saying a well known in the community. I was like, oh no, I'm not. Thank you though. That was so nice. I it's felt just, like it. it Maybe it's just my environment, like people <laughs> I follow. Maybe that's it. I don't know. Well, you know, I I think that a lot of people they don't post the same things, but we work with a lot of the same same people because it is such a condensed market for models and photographers but I think that um there are some people that I see coming out of the woodwork every day and I love it and I'm like oh my god come to more meetups or like models where I'm like I want to just work with you I just want to like hang out with you like even photographers I'm like let's just hang out let's go to like a mixer like a meetup and just even if we just go for drinks and just hang out and laugh or do something like what we're doing right now like I think it's great, but this whole, this whole experience has been wonderful. It's exactly what I needed to close off my quarantine before going to work tomorrow. <laughs> right. Tomorrow's like my first true day back and I'm like, ah, <laughs> I'm oh. anxious. Oh, well, and I, I'm anxious too, because it's the first day that all the staff are coming back and we're having a big meeting and it's all the standards and all the, got to make sure we're doing this or we're going to get shut down. Do you have to wear masks? Better. Yeah, we have to wear masks all the time. Good. all the time but <laughs> gotta be safe <laughs> you know i i do appreciate that we do it it's just you know i hope i don't see anybody with their face cut out of it like a little hole so. you know i i would have to take a picture with them six feet apart will. always I'll, I'll totally use the white. i'll be you like this mask is the genius right here <laughs> <laughs> you know iphone came off that wide angle uh, lens just in time like i can totally just zoom out a little bit and get get six feet apart we're good I get a quality picture. The best quality picture. Yeah. 
Oh, thank you so much. I'm I, so excited to listen to your other podcasts, and I'm so excited please, to I, drag you to an event. You're coming. Bet. No ifs, ands, or buts. You're coming. Oh, no, I'll go. Bet. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm excited for it.